Well, welcome to another edition of the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. Only a couple of Wednesdays left in 2022. And this one is important because it's the kicking off of the winter solstice. So happy shortest day of the year. Um, if you're listening to us, well, let's see, Colorado, I, I think, let's see, if you're picking this up here, uh, you may be in darkness already. Um, so San Diego, Southern California, Inland Empire, L.A., uh, it'll get dark around the end of this hour of programming. So, you know, hang in with us because we are the light <laughs> that shines in the darkness. But a funny story about today's being is Everyone Wednesday. And we have a great resource for you. I'll just tell you about it right now. It's Pastor Jeremy McGarity, who is the uh, senior pastor at uh, Skyline Church here in the San Diego area. And they have satellite campuses in Rancho San Diego, uh, Kansas City. They're opening up a couple in Tennessee. Uh, it's just a, it's a wonderful story. Jeremy's going to join me for the second half hour of the program. Ten copies of the book to give away today. So it's Everyone Wednesday, which means everybody who calls on the station is going to win something. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Now, the reason I'm starting out with this here is it's kind of a funny story uh, last Wednesday I was really wiped out just kind of run down a uh, lot of stuff going on in life uh, my parents moved into assisted living and I was kind of trying to run quarterback for that and they don't exactly live down the street from me so they was there's a lot of things going on of course you know the the show and everything like that so I got up Wednesday morning we recorded the National Crawford Roundtable podcast um, we do that at 7 30 Pacific time and then afterwards, I sent Tamara a note, and I said, hey, you know what? I, I'm kind of wiped out. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it for the show today. Why don't you put together a best of show? And sometimes we do that. Um, a lot of times, I mean, it's most of the time, I'd say it's, it's all new, original like it is today. But every now and again, I have to travel or something falls apart or I just get sick. And we have to, uh, like this past summer when I had COVID, <laughs> there were some days where I couldn't talk. And so we had to run some programming that we already had in the can, as they say. So she went together and put together this whole best of program. And it was a couple of interviews that we'd run in the past. And they were good interviews, I thought. And at the end of the program, we get a an email from our marketing director, Teresa Kim, saying, hey, um, we, we're getting calls here at the station. What's going on? I mean, I thought we were doing a generic best of because Roger's not feeling well. And <laughs> come to find out, we had bottom line listeners go, wait, it's everyone Wednesday. They were talking about a book. And I just figured... So thank you to everyone who called last week in our Everyone Wednesday giveaway, and hopefully we've gotten everything squared away with your goodie bags or whatever. Everyone today, I can assure you who calls, is going to win something. And like I said, we've got 10 copies of Pastor Jeremy McGarity from Skyline Church and his book. Uh, we know we're going to have a feeding frenzy for this one, so I thought since, you, since you've tuned in right at the start of the show, you should get first dibs at the book. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. Eight hundred two two seven five two seven eight is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Um, Lisa and I were going through our Christmas shopping last week, and she does all the shopping, and I just nod, you know, and say, "Which, you know, where? How are we paying for it?" And no, it's not like that. We, it's very much a team effort. But there was one gift that we had uh, kind of been wrestling with back and forth, and we neglected to purchase it when we thought we did because she thought I was doing it, and I thought she was doing it. Anyway, it was through uh, the online purchasing services. And it got me thinking about what I've been reading about so much at this time of year, how many people are working to support organizations. Many people are uh, doing their level best to uh, you know, to help out the nonprofit groups. And, you know, when you get right down to it, I, it I'm, I'm not going to put us on too high of a, pe a pedestal here, but when it comes to people in the body of Christ, uh, we have a tendency to be far more generous when it comes to charitable giving than people outside the church. And I know that this is a kind of a sore spot for people on the left, 
But if you look at study after study, statistically speaking, we as Americans aren't nearly as generous as we think we are, first and foremost. I think the average American person donated something like $400 to charity during the course of the last year. When you look at average incomes, even though the cost of living has gone up, people's incomes, take-home pay, has gone up pretty well too. And so you would think they'd have more. And can we just address the 800-pound gorilla in the room? I mean, just before we go any further. How many times have you gone through a move and you're cleaning stuff out and you box up some old clothes or some furnishings or this, that, and the other thing, and you take it down to your local charitable, you can donate it here place and we'll get rid of it for you type of thing, and then you ask for a receipt for tax purposes, right? Nothing wrong with that. Tax code recognizes it. How do you value it? That's between you and God and the Internal Revenue Service, whatever. But I have to wonder when I see a statistic like the average American donated 400 something dollars to charity last year how many people fall into that category where one time they were cleaning out the garage and or maybe mom or dad had uh, you know had moved on and they were getting rid of some of their old things and they couldn't give some stuff away so they donated it and took the receipt I mean, it, again it's all very well and good but i have to wonder if the average american's donating 484 dollars to charity every year how many times that's the case and how effective that donation actually is. Uh, you know what I'm, where I'm going next with this, right? <laughs> of course. Thank you for your tax-deductible donation to Preborn for ultrasound machines and uh, ultrasound visits and counseling and all the things that Preborn does with their pregnancy health centers. 833-850-BABY is the number to call. A $28 donation provides a, an ultrasound experience for a woman uh, who is facing, I'll say, an unplanned pregnancy, not in the sense that people go, well, what do you mean? We had sexual relations and I'm pregnant. I, 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 don't under, I don't know how this happened. You know, that was the old comedy line back in the 50s and 60s. But the reality is there are a lot of people who believe that if they use quote unquote protection and they have sexual relations, they're not going to get pregnant. So for them to say this is unplanned, okay, you know, I'll give you that. But once you do have the pregnancy, you want a, to know that the pregnancy is in fact confirmed through a pregnancy test and an ultrasound where you can see that little guy or gal and hear the heartbeat. You won't get that in abortion clinics. And I, I can't stress enough how important it is for us to support preborn, especially now here at the end of the year. Uh, Dennis Wilson's match is still in place. Uh, he and a colleague of his, Jeff Wood, have put up $7,500 to help us get another ultrasound machine in a preborn clinic by between now and the end of the year. It costs $15,000 to do that. They've put up the first $7,500. We've raised about $2,500 so far. There's still about $5,000 left. I know a bottom line listener who could do that with one phone call to 833-850-BABY. But if you can't make the full 5,000, how about 500? How about 250? I mean, know that your gift is doubled. So your $100 becomes 200, your 250 becomes 500, your 500 becomes 1,000. That's a guarantee from you to me that when you make that donation, not only is it completely tax deductible, but every penny that you're donating is going to the cause that you're donating it to. You don't have to worry about, like the gal with Southwest Airlines who uh, was the, uh, Charlene Carter, who was the flight attendant, who was very passionately pro-life. And when she found out that her union dues were going from the Transportation Workers Union to Planned Parenthood to pay for the so-called Women's March back in 2017, she said, I don't want my money going to a Planned Parenthood-sponsored event. And she got fired. She's since been restored. Thank you very much. But nonetheless, I mean, this is a... I mean, th this is the world we're living in. So knowing that your donation is going to said cause is very, very important.
And that's why I encourage you to make a donation to Preborn today. Uh, you can go online to kbrightradio.com, hit the Preborn banner, and you're good to go. Uh, we've got that link to rogermarsh.com as well. If that's easier, just remember my name than to spell out kbright. Um, that, and that's fine. Or you can call us at 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229 and make your best donation. It's completely tax deductible. And you know that this is a nonprofit organization that's actually going to be benefiting from your donation. Let's face it. If you give a gift online, use your credit card. You've already got autofill. It's going to fill up in 25, 30 seconds, and it's really easy to make that donation. We do actually like, I mean, as a nation, to be able to make donations like that, right? I mean, it's, it's just easier to do. Amazon.com has set up a way for people to benefit, and it's a, something they call the Amazon Smile program, where you get a chance to uh, uh, not only do some holiday shopping, but also to make a purchase and a donation to support your favorite uh, nonprofit organization. Sounds like a win-win, right? Well, what happens if you, as a faith-based organization, find yourself on the do not, I guess you'd be on the naughty list instead of the nice list uh, for whether or not Amazon will let you participate in said program. Well, on the other side of this break, there are certain conservative and Christian groups that have been cut out of Amazon Smile program. And one of them is one that's very near and dear to our hearts here at the Bottom Line Show for the great work that they do in defending religious liberty all the way to the Supreme Court. Uh, We're going to talk about why Alliance Defending Freedom somehow wound up on the naughty list of Amazon Smile program. That's coming up next as the bottom line continues. One of the greatest gifts that we can give to an expectant mother is the gift of the first picture she'll ever have of her son or daughter in the womb. That comes through an ultrasound, and our friends at Preborn have an opportunity for us to make more of these ultrasounds a reality. Every time you give a donation of $28 to Preborn, that means one more ultrasound can take place. But how about giving enough money for an ultrasound machine? The cost is $15,000. It's a sizable investment. But every ultrasound machine can do 250 ultrasounds per year and lasts at least 10 years. Now take that cost $15,000 and divide that by 2,500. Okay, now you begin to see how the cost per ultrasound goes down even more once we have more ultrasound machines to donate into preborn clinics. Make a donation right now to preborn. It's completely tax deductible, and every penny, every dollar you donate right now is going to the purchase of an ultrasound machine. 833-850-BABY is the number to call, 833-850-2229, or go to kbrightradio.com. That's K-B-R-I-T-E radio.com. Click on the banner for Preborn and make your best donation right now. $25, $50, $100, it all counts towards saving babies' lives. kbrightradio.com. Hit the Preborn banner right now. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, and so glad that you've tuned in today on this Everyone Wednesday. By the way, everyone who called, well, I can't say everyone, everyone. Uh, we have 10 copies of this book, though, to give away, so we're going to have a lot of winners. And we haven't even gotten to the interview yet. Wait till you hear uh, my conversation with Pastor Jeremy McGarrity, who's going to join me from Skyline Church today at uh, the bottom of the hour. Uh, we've got 10 copies of Jeremy's book to give away, 800-227-5278. 
800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. Now, before the break, we were talking about the fact that a lot of people are making charitable contributions right about now. We're coming we're 10 days away from the end of the year. It's a good thing to do to help the organizations. It's also a good reminder for you as a taxpayer uh, and a tax ower to know that whatever donation you make to a 501c3 recognized nonprofit organization, according to the Internal Revenue Service, is going to be... Uh, a tax deduction, which means you can lower your gross income and effectively lower your taxes. Amazon.com for the past few years has had a program called Amazon Smile. Amazon Smile is a program that gives you the opportunity to uh, support a charity of your choice with some of the proceeds of every purchase that you make. So if you go on Amazon, for example, and you find that, uh, you know, baby doll for your niece who lives far away and you're not going to be able to see her, uh, you can click the buy on that doll. And in doing so, uh, if you've enrolled in the Amazon Smile program, you can then pick uh, some of your favorite nonprofit organizations to support. And uh, you know what? They're a free, I mean, it's free enterprise. If that's the way they choose to roll, knock yourself out. I think it's great. I mean, as, as long as there's a level playing field, there you go. Well, here, here's the deal. And it's smile.amazon.com, by the way. I want to read you some of the, one of the appeals from a, uh, uh, the way you can, well, this is what one of the organizations has sent out their, their listing. It says, here's the deal. Did you know there's an easy way to support our group at no cost to you while shopping on Amazon? Amazon donates a percentage of every purchase made through smile.amazon.com. If you plan on shopping with Amazon this holiday season, take advantage of this opportunity to support our work. And then they talk about the things that they do. The organization uh, then included a couple of graphics to help users support Amazon Smile and to donate to their organization. Okay. Uh, the organization that I just mentioned is the Southern Poverty Law Center. And the Southern Poverty Law Center for years has had the good fortune for them of benefiting from the fact that during the civil rights movement, they were kind of the standard bearer for pointing out uh, egregious uh, race, racial discretion, uh, indiscretions, I should say, about racism at the core. They still have, they were fighting for African-American rights. They were fighting against bigotry and racism and uh, doing so quite successfully in the 1960s. But just as we are often saying here on the Bottom Line Show, as a matter of fact, last week on the uh, National Crawford Roundtable, I think I was the one who said, hey, look, if you are voting for, I mean, if, if you vote for the Democrat Party and you're a Christian, you're not voting for John Kennedy's Democrat Party, you're voting for Joe Biden's Democrat Party. And you have to take into consideration that a lot has happened in the past 60 plus years with regard to certain organizations. Well, when you get right down to it, if you are supporting Amazon Smile, you don't have to choose the Southern Poverty Law Center to, to support, obviously. Like, you, I mean, you're not going to be helping the Klan. You're not going to be supporting uh, the Nation of Islam or other anti-Semitic groups. But what happens if one of the groups that is being banned from this program is not just the KKK, but the ADF or Alliance Defending Freedom? Now, Alliance Defending Freedom is one of the premier legal nonprofit organizations in the United States. Alliance Defending Freedom was just at the Supreme Court a couple of weeks ago, arguing in the case of 303 Creative uh, here in Denver. And a, a, a woman who creates websites there who is uh, being pressured by the uh, Human Rights Commission in Colorado to do wedding uh, websites for same-sex couples. 
and she's she's been her business three or three creative has done website formation for a lot of different people it's very vogue now and lisa and i can attest to this if you're getting married a lot of uh, sites will offer you the opportunity to set up a designated website for your wedding so you know from the gifts to the you know the preparation and then upload your wedding photos etc etc and as 303 is getting involved in that now they're feeling the pressure that there are same-sex couples who are just showing up out of nowhere saying hey christian woman make a website for us and she's saying i can't do that and hence the argument before the supreme court the president of alliance defending freedom christian wagoner actually argued that case before the U.S. Supreme Court, and the initial reports that we're hearing, we won't get the final verdict until the spring, but the initial reports that we're hearing is that the justices are likely to uh, side with 303 Creative, which I think is very good. Alliance Defending Freedom does this. They, they, these are the people who represented Jack Phillips in the Masterpiece Cake Shop, the first case that went before the court in 2017, and we got a victory in 2018 for Jack, that he has the same right, that creative... Uh, expression that he has at Masterpiece Cake Shop. And for our KLDC and KLTT listeners, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Masterpiece Cake Shop is a rather innocuous looking uh, uh, spot that's well within the, I mean, you pull into the parking lot of the large, it's not a strip mall, it's much bigger than that, but it's kind of strip mall formated, uh, formation in uh, there in, in Colorado. And you pull up the Masterpiece, it doesn't look like it's anything really spectacular. It's just kind of a simple bake shop. As a matter of fact, there are three other bakeries within walking distance of Masterpiece Cake Shop. And all three of those bakeries will make a cake for a same-sex couple who is getting quote-unquote married. Jack Phillips' argument, and I think it was a masterful one before the Supreme Court, was that he does not create the artistry on a cake that would make it suitable for that kind of wedding. He does wedding cakes but it's not the baking of the cake. He has tons of wedding cakes in his bake shop. And any gay couple is more than welcome to come in and buy that cake and then decorate it any way they want to and use it any way they want to. He will not be party to the artwork that goes into all the decoration. He's an artist. And he won. I mean, it turned out that the Human Rights Commission of Colorado really did not take his civil liberties and his religious freedom into consideration. But the Southern Poverty Law Center seems to be on the, of the mindset that Alliance Defending Freedom is actually a hate group. And for some reason, they were the ones who put out a list of organizations that they say are filled with hate. And anything that... Here's the deal. Amazon looks to Southern Poverty Law Center and basically allows them to be weaponized. If the Southern Poverty Law Center brands a Christian group like Alliance Defending Freedom a hate group and anybody who supports Alliance Defending Freedom uh, they're committing a hate crime basically for doing it. It's very interesting. Uh, Family Research Council, by the way, also on this hate map. Um, what's interesting is when you look at, though, they put out a map every year. Here are the organizations that are, you know, basically hate groups and Alliance Defending Freedom is on there, so are chapters of the KKK. To the Southern Poverty Law Center, our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom are the KKK. Now, how twisted is that? So if you go to, uh, to Amazon.com and you enroll in the smile.amazon.com program, you can make a donation to the Southern Poverty Law Center you can make a donation to the uh, 
Military Religious Freedom Foundation. You can, I mean, it's incredible. But when did the Southern Poverty Law Center get to be the arbiter of this? Um, Another group, the Ruth Institute, an interfaith coalition aimed at helping, quote, survivors of the sexual revolution. Uh, They were rejected uh, from participation because of the fact that Amazon Smile had received confirmation that uh, the Southern Poverty Law, this is what Amazon says. We rely on the Southern Poverty Law Center to determine which charities are in certain ineligible categories. You, Ruth Institute, um, have been excluded from Amazon Smile because the SP... LC lists you as ineligible. Simply put, I've got an article from the Daily Signal up at thebottomlineshow.com. Because the Ruth Institute has been labeled as a hate group, then they can't participate. Now, Jennifer Roback-Morse is someone that I've met and known for many, many years, and she's the founder of the Ruth Institute. And the reason she is listed as a hate crime is... Basically, she said homosexual activity is intrinsically disordered. And so they consider that a hate crime. Never mind the fact that the reason she used that phrase, that's not something she came up with on her own. That's literally taken from the catechism of the Catholic Church. And it's speech that is completely protected, even if you aren't a religious person, by the First Amendment. So how is it that we've gotten to the point where the Southern Poverty Law Center gets to determine who's right and who's wrong? And a group like Alliance Defending Freedom gets left out in the cold. Well, we'll talk about some practical ways that you can uh, help turn the tide in just a moment as the bottom line continues. When you're injured in an accident, you just want to be treated like a human being. But when you are denied what you need to make a quick and full recovery, it can feel dehumanizing. Stephanie Cover puts her client's total healing first, and that means fighting for a settlement that respects you as a human being. The insurance companies don't necessarily care about why you need a settlement, but they know that it means they will lose money. Stephanie will stand up for a dollar amount that values your life and the full process of your complete restoration. Even when the insurance companies are doing their best not to pay you, you have a leg up because Stephanie Cover used to work for those same insurance companies. Getting you well positioned for your full physical, financial, and spiritual recovery is Stephanie's goal in working with you. Save her number now or call 877-214-4935. That's 877-214-4935. Then fill out a contact form at kbrightradio.com slash coverlaw. Stephanie Cover, she knows the other side. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, and we're taking a look at this real head-scratching situation involving our friends at the Alliance Defending Freedom and why they have been blacklisted, if you will, from Amazon's Amazon Smile program. If you've ever, and I know a lot of our listeners have, if you register at smile.amazon.com, there are a group of nonprofit organizations that are there to where when you make a a purchase through Amazon, they will make a donation to your favorite charity. All you have to do is list it. If you do that and you want to support a group like Alliance Defending Freedom, they won't let you because they've been blacklisted. And the reason that they are blacklisting Alliance Defending Freedom is because they are labeled by SPLC as a hate group because they support traditional marriage and biblical marriage. So here's what we've done. We have a banner up at the the bottomlineshow.com. Actually, at crawfordmediagroup.net is the best place to go. Alliance Defending Freedom is the world's largest legal organization committed to protecting religious freedom. They protect free speech. They protect marriage and family and parental rights and the sanctity of life. 
they rely on support. And so we've got a link up at crawfordmediagroup.net, crawfordmediagroup.net. And there, we are encouraging you to give a gift of $100, give a gift of $200, and, and let your support be known. Basically do so for all the people who have tried to go on Amazon Smile to make a donation to Alliance Defending Freedom and have been turned down. Maybe that's you. Maybe there's something you'd like to purchase on Amazon and you wanted to put a couple extra bucks in the kitty for uh, Alliance Defending Freedom and they wouldn't let you. CrawfordMediaGroup.net will encourage you and will make that possible for you. Go to CrawfordMediaGroup.net and make a donation. I'd love to see a bottom line listeners contribute $1,000, maybe 10 people donating $100 to Alliance Defending Freedom right now. CrawfordMediaGroup.net, hit the Alliance Defending Freedom banner. Or if you'd like to call, sometimes a phone call is a little easier. You can call and voice your support as well. Write down this number. It's 877-367-6461. That's 877-367-6461. Alliance Defending Freedom is helping, let's face it, we read about these stories about the Baron L. Stutzmans and the Jack Phillipses and, and whatnot, and we think, boy, God bless them. What happens when it comes your way? What happens when you get the knock on the door? Hey, I see that you're supporting this, uh, you know, the, this Christian radio station or this, that, and the other thing. What happens when your religious liberties or your business is at risk? We need the Alliance Defending Freedom to be strong and healthy and able because there comes a point where that donation that you're making to ADF today might come back to help you tomorrow. The Alliance Defending Freedom does not charge their clients anything for their services. They rely on our donations. And so remember, not only are you donating to help 303 Creative, who's their current big profile case before the Supreme Court right now, uh, you may be doing so, making a donation because your business might come under fire next. Go to CrawfordMediaGroup.net. That's CrawfordMediaGroup.net. Make a $100 donation or more, maybe $200. Maybe I'd love, my goal today is that we could raise $1,000 for Alliance Defending Freedom. It could be 10 people giving $100. It could be 100 people giving $10. CrawfordMediaGroup.net, or here's the phone number to call, 877-367-6461. 877-367-6461. Three six seven six four six one. Make your best donation to Alliance Defending Freedom today, and give Amazon a piece of your mind too, and let them know, hey, I'm not using your purchasing, and I'm not using that Amazon Smile thing because you won't let Alliance Defending Freedom in. Because doggone it, you should. All right, let's take a quick break, and as we continue, it is Everyone Wednesday here at the Bottom Line Show. I'm asking for donations for uh, Alliance Defending Freedom right now, but also giving you the opportunity to win something. Um, 800-227-5278, Pastor Jeremy McGarity, who's the lead pastor at Skyline Church here in San Diego, uh, is going to join me on the other side of this break, and we're going to talk about how faith over fear during a pandemic, during a busy holiday season, during the potential uncertainty of 2023 is always the best way to go. Jeremy joins me next. We'll also talk a little Padres baseball, I'm sure. It's coming up next as the bottom line continues. Well, Dennis Wilson is with me today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh, 800-696-9970, or go to wilson-financial.com. There are a lot of people who have been really taking a bath when it comes to stocks this year, stock market off 25% in some segments, but yet you have a new program that's really designed to help somebody in that situation earn some of that loss back. It's obviously designed to do exactly that. It's a very limited offer on a 16% guaranteed return on your account. 
in an account that in the next two years can never go down. It is a great vehicle to help people who have lost money because of the way the market is. But there is a time limit, is there not, Dennis Wilson? People have to act now. The 4th of January, you have an additional, I think, 30 or 60 days to get the funds in because some of these IRA accounts take a while to move. But yes, the initial application and declaration that you want to start the account needs to be signed by 1423. Well, this is a golden opportunity. Go to wilson-financial.com, 800-696-9970, or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Wilson Financial. Special guest joining me for this segment here on The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, along with Dr. Jeremy McGarity, who's the lead pastor at Skyline Church. And you hear Skyline Radio every weeknight on KBright and KNSN, which is KBright AM 1240, and, and, and points far and wide. Uh, Dr. Jeremy McGarity, welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. Hey, good to be back with you. It, well, it's a great time for us to talk because, first of all, here we are, you know, it's Christmas time and we're in short sleeve shirts. So, you know, we're in Southern California, but also the ba- baseball had winter meetings for the first time in three years. And it was exciting because I know Dr. McGarity's Padres uh, really made a big splash. Uh, let's get your basic armchair analysis on how well the Padres did at the winter meetings this year. You know what? I'm excited because, one, the winter meetings were here in San Diego and, yeah. you know, just wonderful to have them here. And then. You know, the the deals that the Padres are making, I just love it because, uh, first of all, we slayed the Dragon, beat the Dodgers in the playoffs. That was yes. big. Mm-hmm. Dodgers, you know, one of the best regular season teams out there, but can't get it over the hump. So I had to slide that little dig in. But, of course, you know, as a Padre <laughs> fan, it yeah. was great being in at the playoff atmosphere and everything that uh, I was able to go to a few of those games. And it was just unlike anything we've ever experienced. So, so exciting to see Xander Bogarts become part of, Padre Nation. And so that's exciting. And they're not done. I mean, if we can get a few more pieces, we still need another starting pitcher. We yeah. still need uh, some back end of the bullpen to help out Hader. And so we got a lot coming, but they're not done. Even with this big contract, which 11 years, I mean, you you sign a guy into your 41, wow. 41 year season, yeah. he's going to be 41 years old. Yeah. So there's definitely something there where you're going. Maybe there's some trades coming up down the road. And yeah, I'm well, I, w- I would think so. And and talk to any Angel fan about Albert Pujols in year 41, and we'll tell you how sometimes that doesn't always work out so well. Right. But, uh, but none- nonetheless, and I do realize, too, that there is a guy playing in Anaheim right now who would probably fill that pitching bill pretty well. If, you're, if your farm system is ready to be depleted, maybe the Angels will make a deal. I'm not sure, but, uh, you know. But, well, actually, why don't you and I become the GMs in our spare time, and then we could we could have all sorts of fun. Oh, yeah, that would be great. I'd love spending <laughs> other people's money. Right, exactly, exactly. Well, let, <laughs> let's talk about, I mean, obviously, it's a busy time of year, and we're grateful to get some time with Dr. Jeremy McGarity of Skyline Church. What What's happening at the church right now is we're just days away, of course, from the Christmas celebration and getting ready to launch in 2023. What What's the atmosphere like on campus right now? Yeah, we just finished up a, a weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, of what we call Christmas Nights, which is an outreach to our community. We bring in, gosh, just tons and tons of snow. We have a 60-foot, three-lane sled run uh, for the kids and even adults as well. We just have a good time with that. We do concerts outdoors. Uh, we do a train ride around the campus. We do just a ton of Christmas stuff, you know, to get the Christmas feels. Um, and then we just we have invitations to our Christmas services, Christmas Eve, and then we have, of course, a Christmas series going on right now. So. Uh, incredible response. About 15,000 people showed up for that Wonderful. and just all from the community. I mean, of course, our church families, they're serving. We have hundreds and hundreds of volunteers to help put that on. But 
to see that kind of response from our community. And we just got thank yous from them. Thank you for putting this on for us. Thank you for doing this for our community. And then to ask them, say, well, we also would love you to come to church. Oh, really? You're, I can come to your church? It's just still fascinating to me that so many, uh, so much of the image of what church is for people is you're not allowed to go unless, you know, unless you have mm. something code or something. And it's like, mm -hmm. no, you're welcome here. You're welcome. And I always tell people, we use the, the slogan we've used since we started our church, which is, you know, no perfect people allowed. And it's an immediate, <laughs> immediate invitation. And uh, so we had fun with that. And just we're excited about the season. We're going to have just a ton of Christmas Eve services starting on December 22nd. So we'll have 22nd, 23rd, 24th, multiple services every day. And then on the 25th, being Sunday this year, uh, we have a service on Sunday as well. So on all campuses. So we just have, I mean, I can't even tell you a dozen, a dozen or 15 services or something over all of our campuses. Wonderful. Wonderful. God's doing doing cool stuff. We got about 1,500 yeah. decisions for Christ so far this year. So that's fantastic. Exciting. That's, I mean, well, definitely. Uh, J Jeremy McGarity is the uh, lead pastor at Skyline Church. Skylinechurch.org is the website. And of course, you can hear Skyline Radio every weeknight here on uh, K Bright and also uh, throughout the Crawford Broadcasting Network as well. Uh, let's talk about the fact that people are getting out again. You know, I mean, it's been, like we mentioned, it's been three years since the winter meetings. I mean, people are going to church events. They're in worship again. I mean, for the past couple of years, there's been a lot of folks on the sidelines. And now they're kind of getting back into it. Uh, talk about how this whole concept, I know you've written a book recently called Faith Over Fear. Uh, talk about how we in the body of Christ can model that for people, even if it's just something as basic as saying, come to our church event. And oh, by the way, you don't have to be afraid of church. If you want to come, you can just worship. You don't have to be a member, you know, or part of the club, so to speak, to, to, to be a part yeah. of it. Yeah, absolutely. That's something, you know, back back in 2020, when we opened early as a church, we saw the mental health problems that people were dealing with uh, needing, you know, obviously loneliness, which is the devil's plan is to divide and separate. And so right. we saw how people were struggling with that and really feeling lonely and just people coming to our campus because we were closed for the first couple of months, sure. uh, like everybody trying to figure out what this thing was. And people are just crying on campus. I just want to worship. I just want to worship. And then we're looking at the statistics, you know, March and April of 2020 with the the 600% increase in suicide ideation and all that. We thought, oh boy, we better open up and we got to figure this out. So we did. And that was a big deal to the community because they, they noticed that we were there for them. Like we, we want to have a sense of normalcy for an hour on Sunday. Come, come have a sense of normalcy. And that's how it started. And so we started to really get that reputation in the community of that we're for the community and we really want them uh, there and then as we do these events and we do major events, six major events every year, including the one I mentioned, Christmas nights, that it just shows love to the community. We truly believe that good deeds leads to goodwill, which gives us an opportunity to share the good news. And so we're going to keep doing good deeds in our community like this, where they can come and gather. There's nothing like it going on in our community. We were shocked when we started it four years ago. There's no Christmas tree lighting. There's no sledding around. There's nothing. And we thought, because we were going to partner, was originally the idea, let's partner with an organization that's already doing it. But so we said, oh, we'll start it ourselves. And so, yeah, that's been phenomenal. And then as uh, the season, uh, you know, gets closer to, to the actual Christmas day, uh, we're just catching a lot of momentum of people really well, wanting to be together again and have that, have COVID and everything way behind us and just say, forget all that. Let's just focus on the Lord and focus on the season. And we've been just thrilled with the response and uh, it's been super positive so far. 
Glad to hear that from Dr. Jeremy McGarity today here on The Bum Line, lead pastor at Skyline Church and the uh, Bible teacher you hear on Skyline Radio. Uh, check your local listings for the Cape Wright Times, the KNSN Times, the KCBC Times. We're so grateful to be in partnership there. People during the pandemic were facing some mental health challenges, and a lot of people don't look at the church as the solution to that I mean, and the culture. They, they, they have, they're having a hard enough time with people, you know, having their truth versus God's truth, and, and let alone, you know, whether or not, you know, the church has kind of a, uh, an interesting past when it comes to things like counseling and psychology. But the, the fact that you, when you take a look at the virus that was, you know, impacting the culture and people not knowing what was going to happen, you begin to realize that now that this is an endemic, now that it's just, I was, uh, my parents live in assisted living, was visiting with one of the nurses there the other day, and we were comparing notes over two years ago versus now. And she goes, well, yeah, now we know what to expect. We know how to treat this, you know, what, what we should be concerned about, what we shouldn't be concerned about. And yet the, what you call the virus of doubt, you know, the, the virus of fear kind of lingers with a lot of people. Uh, talk about why the church is in a perfect position right now, in addition to spreading the good news about sin and uh, being conquered by the, the you know, sanctification of Jesus Christ on the cross. Beyond that, you know, just for people right now in the immediate, you know, who are dealing with, you know, doubt and fear and struggle and, and still, do I wear the mask? Do I not wear the mask? There's still a lot of that in the culture that the church can deal with. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that we wanted to provide for people was that hope. And we said it quite a bit throughout 2020, 2021. We still mention it uh, is you got to have hope to cope. And that that was the problem with with so many people feeling a loss of hope, that sense of, oh, no, you know, all these things that that we had counted on in our culture were gone. And that's where we saw this incredible turning of people back to the Lord, or for a lot of people for the first time, because their foundation of what they hoped in, the world, the politics, their job, their, you know, you go through the list and they thought, that's what's going to give me the hope and that's what sustains me. And so many of them saw that, that failed and they turned to the Lord. Well, let me just, let me try this. And it was kind of this idea of, I'm going to, I'm going to go to church and I'm going to, and, and of course, with our culture, we tell people invite, 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 and invite can change a life, a very simple invite, and it'll change a life. And so, and so we talked about that. And, and it's that idea that sometimes we look at that and we go, well, that's wrong. You're doubting. And, and I've had people come up to me and say, gosh, is that the unpardonable sin in scripture? I, I'm doubting my faith right now. I'm doubting this. And it's like, no, no, no. Doubt can be really good if it drives you to answer those questions that you have about faith, if it drives you to seek more answers. And so we talk through that, like, hey, go towards the evidence. And and when you have a virus of doubt, you got to build up some immunity. And the way you build up that immunity is not going, oh, I don't, I just don't believe all this stuff and walking away from it. It's let me dig in and let me, let me get answers to my questions. And that's how that's how I came to the Lord. That's how I became a pastor. I just kept getting more education because I, I needed more answers. I'm like, if I'm going to give my life to this, I want to make sure what I'm telling people is absolutely accurate. And as I dug in and kept learning and growing, it just got more and more confirmed. And so go towards the evidence. Constantly, I tell people, and that doubt will dissipate. And we're, you know, everybody deals with it. That's the thing. Everybody deals with doubt from time to time. But don't let it stay there. Like, don't just let it say, I doubt this. It will dig in. And that's what we try to do is make sure we provide opportunities for people to ask those questions so we can give them the answers that give them the hope that can be fulfilled, not just a ethereal out there hope, but it's going to be fulfilled right. as we help right. guide them along. Yeah, the expectation of what is certain 
Indeed. Uh, Dr. Jeremy McGarity is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. If you're looking for a church to visit, especially during this uh, Christmas holiday season, uh, I highly recommend Skyline Church. And we've got a link for skylinechurch.org up at thebottomlineshow.com. And if you want to hear more of Dr. McGarity's teaching, you can hear it on the Skyline radio program here on all of our Bottom Line Show affiliates. Um, as we look to the future, I love the fact that uh, you have been so forward thinking, especially during uh, what's happened here. A lot of churches uh, kind of took it in the, you know, in the knees in terms of financially or health-wise, especially older congregation might have lost some members, and, and it's been kind of a transitionary time. You had already put in place with Skyline a, a plan to begin to branch out a little bit, even get into different states, different parts of the country uh, with your plan to do so. And then COVID kind of put everything in warp overdrive, it sounds like. Give us an update where, where you are in the price, the 10 by 10 program. Well, how does that work? Yeah, so we started a program there in the middle of uh, COVID. We really felt like God was telling us to take ground from the enemy, don't retreat. And that's what was happening. We saw so many churches retreating, uh, staying closed, in my opinion, too long, but I don't know everybody's situation. But it was one of those things where it's like, hey, we're going to take ground. We're going to actually go out and we're going to start churches during a pandemic. And we're going to uh, start satellite campuses during a pan pandemic. And I felt like it was really clear that the Lord said, you're going to do a 10, 10, 10 program. You're going to have 10 more churches. That's going to be either church plants, or it's going to be satellite campuses of Skyline Church. You're going to have 10,000 people worshiping in those places all within 10 years. <laughs> so immediately we launched a church 20 minutes from us, one of our pastors, our teaching pastors. So that was our first kind of church plant and, and during the pandemic. Um, and that is going really, really well. And then we had uh, another church that we launched um, in, in, in another 20 minutes away from us. So we had two church plants right away. And then we started another campus in Kansas City. And that one just launched in September. And then we have a campus pastor in Arizona, which we're about to launch our Arizona campus. And then I just got back from Tennessee because dozens of families from our church moved to Tennessee Perfect. Lowest, lowest tax state in the nation. I couldn't mm -hmm. blame them. I said, yeah. I get it. California is out of control. And they moved there. And so I met with them last week, gathered up a, a, a bunch of people there. And I said, you know, do we want to do this? Are you guys or have you found a church here or let's just talk about it? And they're like, no, we want to do a Skyline Church here in Tennessee. So we're, we're starting the process of putting together another campus out in Tennessee uh, and so this next week, they're going to meet again. And if anyone's interested, if they know family out in Tennessee, it is on our website. You can click for interest list and we'll just start letting you know uh, the different meetings that are coming up. But they're going to do it this uh, Sunday, December 11th. We also have two churches we're planting in Montana. A lot of people also moving to Montana. Mm -hmm. And uh, one just launched in September. It's called Revival Church in Bozeman, Montana. And then we have another one launching next month in January called Buffalo Church. Phenomenal, phenomenal pastors there that we're launching out. And so the 101010 plan is coming to fruition. Uh, God's blessing that as we continue to move forward with just reaching people. I think when you give them hope, you know, it, you just we truly are hope dealers. We deal in hope. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. like, man, that's something that people are grabbing onto. And we're really thrilled and excited about that. 
Dr. Jeremy McGarity, what a great encouragement to all of us in the body of Christ to, to take ground from the enemy, to move forward as you're doing with your 10-10-10 plan, which it sounds like you're going to have to revamp a little bit because I, I was counting, what, seven or eight. You're already, yeah. already there, and it was, and we're not even 10 years into this program. So, But it, it, it's exciting. It's encouraging. It's nice to see God on the move. We have a couple minutes left in our conversation with Dr. Jeremy McGarity today here on The Bottom Line. He's the lead pastor at Skyline Church, skylinechurch.org in the San Diego area branching out all over the country, and then, of course, the Bible teacher on, on uh, Skyline Radio. Uh, take the last couple of minutes here as you look to what 2023 holds for uh, a lot of people, people who are moving, thriving, I mean, really just spiritually, emotionally, financially, relationally, and then other people, as you mentioned, who are uh, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, those are going to be really tough times uh, for those people. What, what's your word of encouragement to someone who's hearing our d discussion right now and either resonating and saying, yeah, I'm, I'm in, or I don't know, Pastor Jeremy, it's a, that, that's a tall order for me right now. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of out of it. Yeah. One of the things uh, that is a real deal is, you know, seasonal affective disorder, SAD is a, is a yeah. real thing. We talk about that because uh, last week at church, we were talking about joy, and this is supposed to be the most joyous time of year, but the reality is for a lot of people, this is not a very joyful time. The, the holidays, Christmas season brings up bad memories. Maybe they lost a loved one, or maybe this is the first uh, Christmas season without that loved one, and it's a really difficult time, and yet the Bible tells us in 1 Thessalonians 5.16 to be joyful always. And it's like, wait a minute, be joyful always. Well, how do I do that? And so we talked through how do you choose joy in the midst of difficulty, in the midst of suffering? Because obviously Christ came to this often ugly world. He came not in perfect circumstances. And yet he said to be joyful, that we are to be joyful. And so uh, we talked through how you do that. You make three three really key choices. And and in one of them, and I think this is the key no matter where you are, because as the Bible talks about, Sometimes we think we're standing firm. Be careful lest you fall. And so this really applies to everybody. And that is, man, we've got to do what God says in his word. And so it's not just I'm going to listen to a message. I'm going to come to church. And man, I hope I feel better. Everything that we do, when we look at scripture, especially John 13, 17, it says, now that you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. The blessing always comes in the action, not in the knowledge. Not It starts with knowledge. we got to get that knowledge. Mm -hmm. But it, all the blessing and even the joy, it comes when we actually do what God's word says. And so as we come up upon this, this season, it's like, well, what does God tell us to do? If he's told you something in his word to do and we haven't done it, that's going to rob our joy. That's going to absolutely take our joy away. And so it's like, let me let me do what God tells me to do. And so we always go back to the fundamentals and the basics. Like, hey, you got to have a devotional time. It's just amazing to me. When I talk to Christians or counsel them and, and they're feeling down, they're feeling distant from God. And if they're honest and we say, how is your devotional time? Are you reading the word? Are you praying? Just the simple stuff, journaling. We talked about this weekend. One of the ways we get a lot of joy is we write down our prayer requests. But how many of us actually write down the answer? Hmm. And it's like when you write the answer down and you go through that dry valley that every yes. Christian goes through, you go mm -hmm. back to that journal and you go, oh, he's there. He answered this one. He's answered that one. I remember that. And you just, it reignites you like, okay, if this might, this prayer request might be a not yet, but he's always come through and he's going to give me that answer. And that's going to continually give us joy, not just the season, because we're in the season of supposed joy, but all throughout the year. That's the key. We want it all throughout the year, not just Christmas season, because statistically, 
75% of us love the Christmas season, but how do we keep that joy all year long? Do what God says. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Can't add a thing to that. And so I won't. Dr. Jeremy McGarity is sorting us today here on the bottom line. And I'm so grateful to have this time to kind of catch up and to just uh, find out what's happening in the world of Skyline Church and Skyline Radio. We've got links for both of those up at the bottomlineshow.com. Uh, Jeremy McGarity, Merry Christmas to you and to the entire Skyline family, as well as your own family as well. And uh, all I guess all I could say is go Padres in 23, right? Amen. Thank you, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas to you and all our KBRT listeners. Appreciate you guys. Well, all right. So we've got a link for Jeremy McGarity's book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Everyone Wednesday today here on The Bottom Line Show. And you know what that means. That means you and I have a golden opportunity to win something. Well, I can't win it. I mean, none of us here can win, but you can. We have 10 copies of Pastor Jeremy McGarity's book to give away. And let's get the ball rolling right now with your phone calls. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. More to come in just a moment as the bottom line continues. Bless your children with the help you've always wanted to give them. Newport Bay Mortgage works with your unique circumstances to explain the benefits of a reverse mortgage in today's market. Act now and provide for your family in need by gifting them a fraction of the fruits of your labor. With Newport Bay Mortgage, you can clarify the advantages of a reverse mortgage in your specific situation with professional insights on the current market. Sharing the rewards of a reverse mortgage is a valuable act of service that helps your loved ones establish valuable financial security for the future. Use the gift from your home to contribute towards God's work and plans by blessing your family in need with real financial help. Make up your mind today to make a difference in the lives of those who mean the most to you. Start by calling Newport Bay Mortgage at 714-741-8080, 714-741-8080. Visit kbrightradio.com slash reverse or NMLS 332959. Newport Bay Mortgage is an equal opportunity housing lender. My thanks again to Jeremy McGarity, Dr. McGarity, the pastor at uh, Skyline Church and also the author of a great book. There's a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. It's Everyone Wednesday. That means everybody who calls it's going to win something. But hey, guess what? We have 10 copies of this book that we're giving away this hour. 800 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. And I encourage you to give us a call especially haven't won something in a while. This is a great resource to have because even though the pandemic is officially over, though there is kind of a uh, shifting of the goalposts when it comes to the the pandemic uh, emergency mode, California has decided that even though the pandemic was declared over in September, that the emergency executive order will end on February 28th of 2023. Uh, President Biden had announced in September that the pandemic was over. And then uh, he took a look at the election results and decided it needed to stay in place through the end of April 2023, which just happens to mean that Christmas and Easter would be included in uh, mandates with regard to where you can go to church and washing your hands and keeping your distance. Here's some things we do know. Now, and you'll hear this in the CDC, you'll hear this in the folks at Pfizer and Moderna about COVID. And I just I I want to assuage any fears you might have with regard to going to your house of worship on or about Christmas Eve and even Christmas Day to uh, celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ and why we should be doing so in community. Uh, First and foremost, everyone does agree that if you have symptoms, you should stay home. 
Um, if you have symptoms and you need to go out, wear a mask. That'll keep that stuff from spreading. And if you are in the company of other people, it's just a good idea, unless you know people, and even if you do, they won't tell you, uh, not all the time, to keep your distance as much as you possibly can, even though handshakes and hugs are really important, and I encourage that. Um, with regard to the incessant hand washing and deodorizing and spraying and this, that, and the other thing, uh, we've seen that the surface, uh, that the uh, the virus doesn't stay on the surfaces too long. So you don't have to be too hyper obsessed about that. It's a good idea to wash your hands. It's a good idea to not touch your face. I mean, as much as you can. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to get the shot, get the shot. If you don't want to get the shot, don't get the shot. Um, I think one of the things that we as Christians could do best in a situation like this is to not denigrate anyone's choice. You know, this is a Romans 14 moment for us. I mean, quite frankly, if, you know, someone who, uh, they, Paul uses the stronger the faith and weaker in the faith, but you're still in the faith. I use it as the meat and vegetables type of thing. If you are a meat eater and your friend is a vegetarian or a vegan and you go to their home and they offer you a vegetarian or vegan meal, eat it. If you are serving meat at, um, you know, your, your situation. I had a son and daughter-in-law who were going through a vegan season at one point, and we always made sure that whenever we had a barbecue or a family gathering, that we always provided not only, you know, encouraged them to bring their own stuff for barbecuing, but also made sure that we didn't barbecue it on the same grill we were making hamburgers on. You know, that, that's there are certain things that we can do that we can get along, and I encourage you to do that. Uh, by the way, if you're looking for a church to visit in the San Diego area, may I recommend the three different campuses of Skyline Church. Uh, SkylineChurch.org is where you find the website. In addition to their main campus, they have a campus at Rancho San Diego at 11330 Campo Road in La Mesa. They also have one in Lakeside at 9455 Los Coches Road in Lakeside. And for those who are listening online, the uh, Skyline Kansas City campus has launched at, uh, on Spring Valley Road in Raytown, Missouri. Also, they've got an Arizona campus starting up, a couple of Montana campuses you heard Pastor Jeremy talk about, and uh, a group of Skyline families have moved to Tennessee and they're looking to plant. This is part of their 10-10-10 project. And I encourage you to, if you've got family and friends in those outlying areas, go for it. This is what the church does. Rather than, I, I'm grateful to see that instead of focusing on the number of churches that went sideways or fell over during the uh, pandemic, that we're seeing more opportunity. More people are coming to faith in Christ. New Gallup poll says that the number of people who identify their faith journey as having none of the above, we called them the nuns, that number is dropping. More and more people are looking to find truth. More and more people are looking. Well, you heard Dr. David Jeremiah say this yesterday about the uh, the Why the Nativity movie. And the millions of people are watching it because more and more people are saying, hey, wait a minute, there is something more to this life than all the temporal stuff we've seen. There, even more to the life than just the personal relationships we have. What is the one common thread? What happens when you die? What happens to your body? What happens to your soul? And this is the beauty of we are the only people in the world right now who have the answer to that question. And his name is Jesus Christ. He's the solution for your sin. He is the uh, resurrection and the life. And he's the reason that we have the hope that we do in spite of the fact that the church is being persecuted mightily and with great passion. That is good news. And that is the bottom line. Uh, for those who remain on the network, we've got a special conversation with Stephanie Cover and more of the bottom line show coming up next. So do stay with us as the bottom line continues. Well, welcome back to the uh, Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. Everyone, Wednesday today here on the program, and we're taking your calls at 800-227-5278. Pastor Jeremy McGarity of Skyline Church in San Diego has written a book called Faith Over Fear, and we are 
giving we've got 10 copies to give away which makes it the perfect giveaway for an everyone wednesday of course once we give away those 10 we've got other goodies to give away in our goodie bag so if you would like to win something uh give us a call at 800-227-5278 800-227-5278 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line but a couple of notable uh, passings in the sporting world in the past couple of weeks. Uh, Mike Leach, the uh, football coach at Mississippi State, who coached at Washington State and Texas Tech. Uh, co- coincidentally, all schools that had kind of a pirate theme and all had uh, kind of a, a maroon colored jerseys. Anyway, Mike, Mike was an interesting guy. My uh, friend and colleague, John Strakey, who used to write for Golf Digest in the Orange County Register, uh, kind of turned me on to this guy. He's about the same age as yours truly. And he died of uh, heart complications, and it was interesting to uh, to see. This is a guy who played rugby in college, and yet convinced enough people he was good enough to be a football coach, and coached football for many years, and was very successful. Uh, just kind of an off the cuff type of guy, and he didn't look like he was in the best of health, uh, but died at the age of 61. And then, if you were following the World Cup last week, um, Grant Wall who is a uh, reporter on the soccer beat for many, many years, a uh, rather outspoken critic of uh, people who didn't support his lifestyle uh, choices that he supported. Um, the uh, Grant Wall died rather unexpectedly while he was covering the World Cup a week, or almost two weeks ago now, Friday. Um, and it was very interesting because it looked rather suspicious, the reason why he succumbed to whatever it was he succumbed to. This is a guy who was 49 years of age. He was a really hardworking guy. He, he rode a lot and traveled a lot. But when he got to Qatar, he um, did raise a few eyebrows because you know that the, being a majority Muslim country, Qatar was not terribly friendly to the LGBTQ community. Uh, there were a, a number of players who were wanting to wear uh, armbands or patches on their uh, they call it the kit, the shirt and shorts that they wear along with the sock color. Uh, they wanted to wear that, and uh, the Qatar officials uh, basically forced them to not wear that. And uh, it, there, there were a couple different reasons why people were wearing this kind of rainbow unity thing. Some of the players were standing up against racism, um, ironically standing up by taking a knee uh, to bring to the racism issue to light. And internationally, it's interesting. The taking of a knee internationally is so different than what the taking of the knee in the States has become. Uh, when Colin Kaepernick started doing it in 2016, uh, the, basically the message he sent was, um, the, I'm, sta- I'm taking a knee because of police brutality that ends in violence, predominantly uh, aimed at African-Americans. And the whole movement became, uh, Colin Kaepernick doesn't support the flag, doesn't support police, doesn't support veterans. He didn't do a great job of clarifying that, and so there was a lot of confusion. He gained a lot of notoriety, and it actually wound up causing more division, I think. Though, if you talk to people about why he would take the knee, what the symbol, what it symbolized, and what he was doing it for, I think a lot more people would agree with him than not, just not the way it came out. I mean, it, it, simply put, no one should be disrespecting veterans or police officers, but at the same time, veterans and police officers shouldn't be disrespecting the flag and the badge. And I think we can all, we can all agree on that. Grant Wall's crime, if you will, was when he arrived in Qatar and started doing uh, his reporting. One day he showed up in the press box, the main press box at one of the main stadiums, and he was wearing a shirt that had a rainbow logo on it. And it's something I was not able to to read. And it looked like he was supporting LGBTQ rights and marriage and things of that nature. And uh, he was asked by the local officials to remove the shirt, put on something else, cover it up. And he declined. He wore it and there was 
press a picture of him uh, wearing the rainbow shirt at sitting at his laptop writing a report that went viral. And many people looked at that and said, well, wait a minute. I mean, he went viral with that shirt and now he's dead. What happened? The timeline of his death was even more suspicious because uh, it, it, that week he was in fairly good health or so he reported, wasn't overweight, didn't appear to have high blood pressure and tension, though he did. But he um, he got, blogged that he had come down with what he was, was diagnosed as a case of him having bronchitis earlier in the week, got some meds at a local health clinic. They didn't really seem to help. Went back. That was on a Sunday. By Thursday, he was back at the health clinic trying to get more meds, and it didn't really seem to work. But he said Friday morning he felt pretty good. He went to the facility, went to the stadium, was in the press box working. As a matter of fact, one of his colleagues said they were literally looking at a TikTok video on one of their mobile devices, and he was laughing. It was just something really funny and silly like a lot of American TikToks are. And then he collapsed. There was no defibrillator, you know, the little paddles clear, you know, type of machine to get the heart started again in the press box. Someone called for medical assistance, and it seemed like, you know, when you're in crisis mode and you want the attention uh, as quickly as you can, um, oftentimes it seems like everybody's moving in slow motion when this happens. And one of the other reporters who said they, they called for help, they didn't get help right away. By the time he was uh, taken to a local medical facility, he was pronounced dead on arrival. And so then uh, the, the story starts showing up. Here comes uh, Grant Wall's brother, Eric, with a very emotional video saying, I suspect foul play. I'm the reason that my brother was wearing that shirt. Uh, Grant Wall's brother, Eric, is homosexual, and Grant was supporting his brother. I saw a leading Christian uh, scholar and uh, Bible teacher whom I have quoted often on this program and also in my sermons as well over the weekend, he and his wife, it's a second marriage for both, they have a blended family, and they were posting pictures of her daughter celebrating the daughter's birthday with the daughter's same-sex wedded partner. And I thought, you know, this is one of those, it's one of those things that's becoming more of a reality in, in life is you could preach the gospel, you could teach the gospel, you could live the gospel, but if you have family members, you know, that, that don't live that way, what do you do? Do you support them? Is it disrespectful to God? I mean, I, I thought that's a real tough challenge that a lot of people must be facing. In the Wall's case, uh, Grant Wall didn't have a problem supporting his brother. I don't know where Grant Wall was with his faith. But it was interesting because his brother said, here's the deal. Um, I, I think something happened. I think they gave him something. You know, maybe he had COVID and they you know, gave him a jab and his body couldn't handle it. And so there was a lot of speculation. Well, CBS News reported the final verdict of what has been con considered to be the official autopsy. And you and I know that if we're just John Q. Public or Jane Q. Public and something happens to us, we're not necessarily going to get an autopsy or a cause of death right away. The death certificate typically does have um, a cause of death on it, I believe. But in his case, they, they went and looked at the death certificate after his body had been sent back to the U.S. And it turns out that he had um, a, an, an aortic, I can't even say it because it, it brings up a lot of emotion for me. Grant Wall suffered an aortic aneurysm. The aorta is the body's largest artery. It's where the blood goes from after having been processed and oxygenated and back out into the system again. There's an ascending part of the aorta and the descending part. 
the descending part gets all the headlines because that's where if there's a blockage there, they call that the widow maker. It usually goes undetected, and by the time you do detect it, you have a fatal heart attack. But the ascending part is gets a lot of work because every time your blood your heart is pumping blood, it goes through that first. It's the thickest part. It's kind of a three-layered type of uh, vessel. Um, but what can happen sometimes is with overstress or you know that type of use, it'll, you'll develop an aneurysm, which is kind of a bulging, a, 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 a balloon-like effect in the aorta. And once it gets to a certain point, then you go on watch. Now, Grant Wall didn't know he had this aortic uh, aneurysm. And no one should be blaming him. His wife is a medical doctor. No one tested for him before. Why? Because he was 49, because he was in good health. He didn't show any symptoms. And I can relate. I can absolutely relate. I remember having an episode where I was hospitalized. It'll be six years ago this January. And they chalked it up to sepsis. And I had a blood infection in my veins. No one checked my heart. I had a CT scan of my lungs that just happened to reveal it that 10 months later when I failed a physical for a CD alternative for Wilson Financial Services, um, they detected an aneurysm in the ascending aorta. And when they saw that aortic aneurysm, they said, you got to go get another x-ray, go to a cardiologist, go to a pulmonologist, take a look at this and see what it looks like. And when they measured it, typically if you... It's, if you have an aneurysm, people can get little ones of one, two centimeters. It's not that big a deal. Once it hits five, it's about to burst. Mine was at four. Now, if you follow uh, Max Licato, great writer and teacher, Max had a similar situation where initially he was diagnosed with an aortic aneurysm. And about six months later, they went back and did another scan and found out that it had actually gotten smaller. In my case, I had uh, an aortic aneurysm that could have potentially burst. When it does burst, it's called a dissection, um, where it starts that one of the walls breaks and then blood starts leaking through. Once it gets through the first wall of that vessel and then starts to punch out, then you're basically headed for a rupture. And when it ruptures, then the blood that is pumping furiously up through the aorta back into the system instead starts pumping into your whole body. Happened to a very dear friend of mine who's a pastor buddy who was having headaches and backaches. And next thing you know, he woke up in the hospital. He had a stroke because a blood clot had gotten lodged in his brain. And he had had an aortic dissection and blood was piling up where it wasn't supposed to pile up. 80% of the time, it's fatal. And a good number of people don't know that they've got a condition like this simply because no one took a look under the hood. If you've not had your heart checked recently and your lungs checked recently, may I urge you, to do so and do so straight away. Um, I didn't know that I had a problem until I was going for a physical and I failed the EKG and they looked at the x-rays and if I had not acted in that moment we wouldn't be having this conversation right now I'm convinced of it. Uh, God was very gracious to spare my life through medical technology and I'm very grateful to be here to share with you today. Um, and in the fact the Wall family is going through this right now where they didn't know and how many guys are just going to drop dead because of an aneurysm they didn't know they had. It was treatable, it's preventable. Get your heart checked, get your lungs checked. That's just a little Christmas gift from me to you here on today's edition of The Bottom Line. As we continue, speaking of not knowing things that we don't know, but knowing that we need to get help, if you've been involved in a personal injury accident or you've been involved in a personal injury case, you know, hopefully, that you shouldn't go it alone. 
and uh, you need expert advice. Stephanie Cover is the personal injury attorney that I recommend. She's going to join me next as the bottom line continues. You know the old expression, a picture is worth a thousand words? Well, if you're an expectant mom and you go to a pregnancy health center that is in partnership with Preborn, one picture can say way more than that. And that picture I'm talking about is an ultrasound picture. Every donation that goes to Preborn goes to providing ultrasounds for women who are expecting children and they want to know what all of their options are. When you call 833-850-BABY right now, you give a gift of $28 that provides one ultrasound. But if you give a gift toward the purchase of an ultrasound machine, now that's a $15,000 investment, but every ultrasound machine can do 250 ultrasounds per year and lasts a minimum of 10 years. That's 2,500 ultrasounds available to women right now. Think of all the babies, thousands of babies' lives that will be saved by your donation to preborn right now. Call 833-850-BABY. 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Make your best donation right now. $50, $100. Maybe you want to give $15,000. It's completely tax deductible. We've had a couple of bottom line listeners step up and do just that. 833-850-BABY. 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Call Preborn right now. Well, Stephanie Cover is with me in the studio today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh. It's great to have our good friend and and our resident personal injury attorney uh, in the studio, 877-214-4935, kbrightradio.com forward slash Cover Law. Stephanie Cover, welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. Thank you for having me, Roger. Well, it's Thanksgiving month, and so people are talking about gratitude and and how important it is. Of course, as Christians, we're supposed to be grateful all the time. Yes. What's it? Give thanks in all things, not necessarily give thanks for all things. Yes. So for anybody who's, you know, facing a tough medical challenge right now or something, we certainly don't expect you to say, praise God for metastatic breast cancer. But at the same time, we know that we can be thankful and have an attitude of gratitude in spite of circumstances. And, you know, it occurred to me, Stephanie, that the the economic boom of the past couple of years is now kind of changing a little bit. And folks who saw, you know, great increase in their property values, for example, might be looking at now at kind of being on the other end of that. And when you hear from someone in a personal injury case, I mean, you, it's conceivable. I mean, I always think, well, someone, their car got messed up, so they'll have to use the second car or maybe the third car for a while, or they'll get a rental, but everything's fine. Their world doesn't get disrupted. But it occurred to me that that might not be the case for some people. I mean, that might be their only car and their only way to work, or worse, they might be kind of, you know, in a tough financial situation where they're in between housing and the car is really important. Talk about that that attitude of gratitude. I know that you, uh, you know, always carry with you in the courtroom in a legal case, but why we as Christians can be praying for people who get involved in accidents where that car is way more important to them than it might be to us. Exactly. Well, the Lord created us all differently, and he gave us all different trials for different reasons. And it's just consistent with Christian thought and character that if you see someone in need, you help them. Right. You know, someone may have been in an accident and don't have use of their car, and you might have an extra car in your in your driveway that you're not using, mm-hmm. you know, um, a lot of times they want people to rent the car and to pay the car on their credit card. And there's people who don't have a credit card. Right. Right. So then they don't even have transportation to get to their doctor. Mm. And it just, it just multiplies. Yes, yeah. it does. Wow. So, you know, a, a gesture like that does uh, so much for someone. Maybe someone doesn't feel good and might need someone to watch their children for a couple hours or bring them a, a 
a cup of soup or something, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. to show kindness in your heart that you're that you're thinking of them, that they're important to you, and that you are brothers and sisters in Christ. Yes. And um, I think that can change a person's day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's amazing how when we uh, truly not just adopt the attitude of gratitude, but we live it out, yeah. then we're a lot more, you know, open to looking for opportunities. And, and you may not know of anybody in your sphere of influence, but there's got to be someone at your church right. and pastors. This is a good opportunity to find out what those needs are and let your congregation know, because it's amazing how many people, I mean, we, Lisa and I, Lisa works from home full time. Um, I'm in the studio or I'm working from the studio at home. And we recently, recently made the decision to go down to one car for just that reason, because mm-hmm. we thought, well, this is silly. We have a car that just sits. If we didn't know anybody who needed it, so we just sold it. And now we're driving one car and Mm -hmm. it does, you know, you have to plan a little more strategically because we're both pretty independent people. Mm -hmm, (laughs) I'm going to go here. Wait, oh, there's no car, you know, that type of thing. But it's amazing how when you stop looking at things like, well, I have to have all these other things and start looking at the ways God has blessed you, you know, you're right. I I think about the person who it's a one car family. They got involved in an accident. The car's in the shop and they don't have the means to front load a rental car, knowing it's going to get reimbursed in the whole, uh, in the whole settlement. Right. And so they could use a car for a month or two, maybe. And if you've got an extra car sitting in the garage, what a way to bless somebody, you know, it's just, it's tremendous. Yeah. And perfect way to express our gratitude to God saying, thank you, Lord, for giving us that extra car to have. Yes. And now with supply chain problems and people are having to uh, wait to get their car fixed longer than normal, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, um, it's just, you know, reaching out to people, whether it's because of an accident and because they don't feel well, or you just know someone of your church or down your street or a friend uh, who could maybe just need someone to talk to for the afternoon. Yes, yes. It doesn't have to cost any money. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just has to uh, be from a kind heart. Yeah. And think about this, too. Stephanie Covers with me today here on The Bottom Line, 877-214-4935. She's our personal injury attorney. Uh, who has personal integrity, which is not to say that other personal injury attorneys don't, but I haven't met any that have the integrity that Jim and Stephanie Covert do, and I'm grateful for their friendship as well as partnership. When I think about what's happening in the culture right now, and especially what the last couple of years we've been through with the pandemic and people have had COVID and haven't had COVID and what it's done to disrupting a lot of different things, whether mm-hmm. it's supply chain, whether it's work schedules, things of that nature. But there's a lot more isolation Yes. You know, there are a lot more people who are feeling kind of alone, yes. uh, you know, attempts on people's lives, drug abuse, alcohol abuse, all way off the charts over the past couple of years. And the enemy loves that. Yes, he does. This is such a perfect opportunity for us in the body of Christ to not only be there, to be the hands and feet of Jesus, but to kind of be the smile of Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, the hug, I mean, that people really need to know it's going to be okay. You, last time you were in the studio with us, you talked about how your demeanor in the courtroom wins a lot of cases, but also wins a lot of people to faith because right. they see Jesus in you. And when you want to call the uh, other attorney a ding-dong head because <laughs> they're trying to lie to the judge or whatever, but you don't, you know, even right. though you have every legal right to and every factual right to, you don't, you let the facts kind of play out in the case. That's becoming more important in this culture as the world keeps changing. Yes, it is. It's just, you know, kindness of heart means a, a whole a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are so many people alone. Um, I know people who actually work in places that make them wear um, masks when it's not really required. Mm. And um, 
that's not really healthy for them. Right. I mean, you just feel, especially um, when they're a teenager and they're used to being social and then they're put in isolation, it's very, it's an unhealthy Mm -hmm. thing for them. It Mm -hmm. doesn't give them the balance they need. They just need to be around a lot of people. Right, right. So, you know, bring, bring the person in, whatever the Lord designed us to be in community, whether the person is young, whether the person is older in between, we all need the Lord and we all need that. Amen. Amen. Stephanie Cover with me today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh. Stephanie with an F, Cover as in cover, 877-214-4935. If you don't have that name and number in your contacts, the only question I can ask you right now is why? I'm, why Or why not? I mean, you, you, it's so important to have an advocate if you ever get into a case involving a personal injury accident. And, of course, you didn't wake up this morning saying, when the accident happens, then I'll listen to Roger's show and get Stephanie's number. You need to have that preparation now, just like we would prepare for the winter months. Many people are stocking up on supplies and things just because of supply chain issues, and Lord only knows where the world's going. I mean, well, and I mean that, literally. Exactly. That wasn't one of those euphemistic, what the heck. <laughs> you and I both know the Lord only knows exactly. what's happening. We just want to be ready. Um, as we think about the month of, th- of Thanksgiving holiday coming up here and and how important it is to have that attitude of thankfulness. Um, take the last couple of minutes of our time together, Stephanie, and I, I'll let whatever's on your heart. I mean, we, we always talk about legal stuff. We always talk about, you know, the, the importance of having an advocate. You can't fight these battles alone. It's tough for Stephanie to do this with all her seasoned experience, but she's very successful with it. But please, if you get into an accident, don't try to do this mm-hmm. by yourself. Call Stephanie and let her team walk you through that whole process. I know that you have a lot to be thankful for this year, and uh, I just want to give you the opportunity to share that with our bottom line listeners as we close today. Oh, well, I really enjoy talking to the listeners. It's very obvious and it's very distinct how they're different from the world, mm-hmm. um, how they speak, and, and they speak from their heart. It's just immediately you can, you can tell. Yeah. And whether it's uh, the person who was hurt or a friend who was concerned, it really means a lot, not only to me, but to the Lord. Yes. I mean, yes. Um, they're being blessed while they're trying to bless somebody else. Um, it's, they've, you know, I've met people with so many kind words, and some of them have a case and some of them don't. Um, but they understand why they don't and why it's better just to move forward and put it behind you mm-hmm. yeah. and focus your time on the Lord and focus on um, on him because he's what's important. Amen. So I just really enjoy talking to all the people and all their kindness of their heart and they're pouring their heart to me. And um, I, I, I can't even say thank you enough. Yeah. Yeah, well, I I know how blessed they are to have that interaction with you because we hear that end of the conversation too. So thank you, Stephanie, for all the great work you do for the kingdom and also in the lane that you have been called to run in, the race that you're <laughs> called to run with regard to personal injury law. Stephanie Cover, Stephanie with an F, Cover is in cover, 877-214-4935 is the number. Or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Cover Law and make sure all of that information is in your contact list so if you do get into an accident, I don't want to say when, though it seems like I don't know how you live in our part of the world <laughs> and not have that risk. But nonetheless, um, when you do get involved in a personal injury case, whether it's a slip and fall, whether it's something that happens on the job or maybe at church, um, it, it, of course, there's always the, the car accident possibility as well. 
Stephanie is the personal injury attorney that we recommend for myriad of reasons, but legal expertise and heart for the Lord are right up there as the top two reasons. Stephanie Cover, thank you for being with us today here on The Bottom Line. Thank you, Roger, and thank you, and bless all the Cape Wright listeners. Love having those conversations with Stephanie and Jim Hover and uh, Stephanie and Jim. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's to you and yours from all of us here at the Bottom Line Show. 877-214-4935. And as I mentioned before, Stephanie with an F and Cover as in cover. Some final thoughts in just a moment as the Bottom Line continues. Well, Dennis Wilson is with me today here on the Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh, 800-696-9970 or go to wilson-financial.com. There are a lot of people who have been really taking a bath when it comes to stocks this year. Stock market off 25% in some segments. But yet you have a new program that's really designed to help somebody in that situation earn some of that loss back. It's obviously designed to do exactly that. It's a very limited offer on a 16% guaranteed return on your account in an account that in the next two years can never go down. It is a great vehicle to help people who have lost money because of the way the market is. But there is a time limit, is there not, Dennis Wilson? People have to act now. The 4th of January, you have an additional, I think, 30 or 60 days to get the funds in because some of these IRA accounts take a while to move. But yes, the initial application and declaration that you want to start the account needs to be signed by 1423. This is a golden opportunity. Go to wilson-financial.com, 800-696-9970, or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Wilson Financial. My thanks again to Stephanie Cover for joining me today here uh, for the past half hour or so here on the Bottom Line Show as we've talked about the importance of being prepared for an accident and taking the, the steps, do the due diligence and figure out what it is you need to get done uh, in your case. Uh, one way you can do some of the best uh, preparation is to do some prevention and some best prevention to do preparation. If you don't have Stephanie Cover's name and number in your contacts, I strongly encourage you to do so. Stephanie with an F, Cover is in cover, 877-214-4935, 877-214-4935, or if it's easier, just go to kbrightradio.com, K-B-R-I-T-E radio.com forward slash Cover Law, C-O-V-E-R Law. And you can sign up, you can register with her, uh, give her a little bit of information about your situation. Uh, you'll ha- you'll be in their system. And then when something like a personal injury case happens, it doesn't have to be just necessarily an auto accident. I remember referring a client to Stephanie one time. It was an elderly gentleman who was uh, walking up the entryway to a church. And there'd been a little bit of precipitation on the ground and Norm didn't see it. And he wound up slipping and breaking his hip. And uh, it was one of those cases where the church had insurance, but he needed some help kind of navigating through that whole process. And uh, uh, she was able to help that out as well. So I encourage you to give Stephanie a call. You know, I I mentioned the preparation and the prevention thing. The culture that we live in wants to prevent, prevent, prevent. Let's take the vaccine and that's going to prevent. Preparation says, what are we doing in terms of keeping our minds alert and our bodies healthy and our spirits uh, up to snuff? Prayer, fasting, Scripture, fellowship, all the things that are, that's kind of our immune system, if you will, the antidote for sin in the culture. And of course, the ultimate one is the blood of Jesus Christ. Are those a part of your biblical foundation as well? I sure hope so. That is good news. And that's the bottom line.